0: Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Paroxysmal. Paroxysmal has released Force Feeder, their fourth full-length. This brutal death metal ban has been a driving force since 2012. Force Feeder is proof that they will surely continue. And here is my interview with Paroxysmal. Hello, my friend.
1: Hello there. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, awesome.
0: I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you.
0: I wanted to ask about the recording process for Force Feeder. How did it go?
1: Well, it was actually a couple year process. Uh, Our guitar player is our producer, but he's a pretty busy guy. He works full time and goes to school. So, in his spare time he was pretty much producing the album for us and uh we recorded the entire thing in his parents garage actually uh we would yeah we would meet up at his at his parents house you know every few weeks and just knock out pieces of the album until it was all done
0: the sound quality is absolutely amazing
1: yeah josh like obsesses over sound quality i you know a lot of times i had never been a sound guy i just enjoyed death metal he has t- pretty much taught me to be like no listen to the sound quality you know <laughs> like i had never been one of those people uh, even even if something sounded terrible i was just like yeah, this is cool you know whatever he taught me there's this whole other aspect of the music that needs to be acknowledged and paid attention to and it's like okay you know and he really he he puts a lot of time and effort into it
0: and I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the track in her absence. It's one of my favorite tracks on the album.
1: Hell yeah! Thank you. Uh, well, as far as that song goes, uh, did you want like the uh, technical aspects of it, or or uh, like yeah, that or... and the
0: uh, message behind the
1: song? Okay, cool. So, um, basically, I had this really sad riff. Uh, I didn't have anywhere for it to go and so I just dissected it and made it like the body of inner absence and uh, as I worked on it and like uh, wrote more of it it kind of just became this this it kind of got away from me in a sense <laughs> but but uh, basically what it's about is just that feeling of uh, detachment. Like a lot of times people with mental illness will know that feeling where it's just like, you, you kind of feel something disconnect, and you're like, that's not good. That's not normal, you know? <laughs> and, right. And, and that's, and that song kind of speaks to that, you know, that, that, that feeling that there's something missing inside.
0: And my other favorite track on the album is hurled endlessly into the black. I wanted to know if you could speak on that one as well.
1: Absolutely. That is my favorite song on the album uh that song basically was just two tracks that I'd combined and uh it just became this big monster of a track and then uh when I first hit play and listened to the Don 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 and you know how it's you know the intro uh. those really that really choppy, uh, chugging riff that follows I was like oh there has to be fast vocals there you know <laughs> like uh, I just wanted to I wanted to follow the uh, the pace of the music with the vocals just keep everything really high energy and yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much it as far as that one goes it was just a just a big loud banger
0: <laughs> yeah it's a great one thank you what would you say was the hardest track for you guys to lay down
1: uh, for me, vocally, it was hurled endlessly into the black. It was really difficult to hit those, those vocals in the beginning. Um, f- I know that Josh, I can't speak for Josh, but he, it was a, it was a big learning experience for him. Uh, cause his background, he's a very skilled guitar player, but his background just brings him from a very different place. And so playing a lot of this stuff, like the tech death was just a whole new experience to him. But uh, so I know that a lot of it was challenging, but he, he knocked it out. You know, he. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what would you say. Uh, about Almart work and the artist that was involved.
1: The artist who was involved is a uh, bull metal art. He is our friend Timbal from, I believe, Indonesia. And he is an amazing artist He's incredibly talented, very gifted. Uh, he works so fast. I've never worked with an artist who works as fast as he does. <laughs> I don't understand how he produces art so quickly. But uh, yeah, he's just awesome. I, I'll send him a very general idea because this is not our first time working with him. This is, I believe, our third time working with him. And uh, I'll send him just really vague ideas and a, and a brief like uh, kind of summation and a, maybe a sketch and he'll send back exactly what I was thinking. He's just that kind of wow. artist. He, yeah, he sees what you're describing, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I love working with that guy. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think the cover is very immersive. It's great to uh, look at the album work as you're listening to the album.
1: Cool. Okay, I've never, I've never done that, so I, I've never, you know, done that. But that's, that's really cool that you have. <laughs>
0: I wanted to ask you, what can fans look for next? What's uh coming out next from the band?
1: Well, uh the fifth album is already written. Uh we're gonna start recording that uh maybe in the next couple months. And then we have a handful of EPs that uh we wanna start knocking out as well. That's uh I would say that's yeah, that's it. That's it's just uh, some EPs in the album.
0: I wanted to ask you as well. What do you feel is the key to longevity in the business?
1: I would say flexibility and a willingness to put your ego aside, because a lot of times as artists, you get this grand vision and someone saying, how about this instead almost seems insulting, like, what do you mean this is perfect as it is you know Mm. you at least you want you want to believe that even though you know in in your heart of hearts that's not the case (laughs) but uh but you just you feel you know your feelings are hurt when someone steps on your idea and so being able to be in a band with four or five other people who also have ideas and also want their voices heard that's pretty important being able to do that because if you don't it's just you're always going to be in turmoil you know
0: Absolutely, and I wanted to ask you if you could speak on your musical development, and uh, what age did you
1: start? I started, I got my first instrument was a four-string Ibanez bass uh, when I was 15, about to be 16, and so I've been playing bass for 20, 21 years, and uh, then I picked up guitar, and then drums from there, because basically I wanted to be in a death metal band, but the area I lived in, there were no death metal musicians. So I just was like, well, got to do it myself. So I started learning all the instruments that I could. And then, uh, I mean, the band basically started as a way for me to showcase my vocals so that other bands could be like, hey, do you want to, you know, do you want to do vocals for our band? I was no. just, looking for a, I was looking for a band to join. I had no intention of this band ever, you know, developing the way it did. Just because I was a bass player, I didn't figure I was going to be able to, you know, compose albums, but, you know, here we are.
0: And along your journey, what would you say is the best advice you've been given along the way?
1: You know, it's, it's funny. I, I would say that I received the best advice just a few days ago. (laughs) I was... I was just going through videos on YouTube and this guy broke down music theory in a way that I had never had it broken down to me before and everything just clicked and I was like, are you kidding me? That's, that's really how scales and modes and you know, that's how that works. I had never bothered to learn those things because I'd always just told myself, Oh, that's a lot of work. Don't even bother. You know? (laughs) 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 So when I watched that 20 minute video, I'm like, I've been denying myself this whole other world of music for this, the duration of my playing just because of laziness, pretty much, you know, that's what it boils down to. But uh, yeah, watching that guy's video and learning how scales and modes work just kind of uh, blew my mind and I would say that's probably the best to date just because it's gonna open up a whole new world of music for you know
0: and would you say that the release of this album is your proudest moment to date um oh as abs- far as listening I feel it's your strongest effort
1: absolutely uh the like across the board the band, like we i i'm i'm happy to say that we all went above and beyond with this where uh we pushed ourselves as musicians we're like i said this recently in a video that paroxysmal had always been about playing what we could play this album really forced us to learn new things and to do things that we hadn't done musically and to push ourselves to new levels and so i'm definitely proud of this album uh head and shoulders above anything else we've done. And uh, what were
0: some of the influences that you had that got you into music? What were some bands or artists that got you involved?
1: Well, I mean, I grew up listening to just, you know, the classic heavy metal and thrash just because of my, uh, my, uh, dad, when I was really young, uh, <laughs> And then I had a friend who got me into the whole new metal movement, like Mudvayne and Static X and those bands when I was like 13. Mm. And so uh, I had a good year or two of new metal under my belt before I discovered Cannibal Corpse. And then from there it was, it was all over, you know, <laughs> Once right. you discover Cannibal Corpse, it's done. <laughs> but uh, as far as bands that really influenced uh, Paroxysmal, it's like Suffocation, The Black Dahlia Murder, Inverosity, Beheaded, Cannibal Corpse, uh, Skinless, Iniquity, Windeer, like, uh, and Belfagor. I would say. And Origin. I fucking love Origin. But um, yeah, all those bands really strongly influence uh, our, at least the development and the ideas. I don't know if it comes out sounding like that, but that's what influences us.
0: And when you're not uh, working with music, Do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time?
1: I used to, uh, hike and ride my bike religiously. I haven't done that in a long time. Uh, really music is my, my outlet. It's my hobby. It's what I enjoy doing. Um, I write, I actually have, uh, authored two books. I write, I should say when I'm, uh, when I'm not working or, uh, you know, spending time with my daughter. That's what I do. So I, uh, I write fiction. And uh what are these books about? They're basically uh it's dark humor and it centers around a group of just total degenerates who are more or less uh homeless, drug addict, uh just really unsavory characters. And it, it's uh, written from experiences that I had growing up uh, when I was uh, homeless. And so a lot of the stories are based on reality, but just kind of cranked up into fiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> right on. Yeah.
0: As far as merchandising from the band and getting a physical copy, what's the best way to attain that?
1: If you are looking to get a copy of uh, Paroxysmal Force Feeder, visit our record label, CDN Records. Uh, They have a pre-order going on right now where you can just order it now and then June 30th when it's out, they send it to you. So that would be the best way to do it.
0: And will there be a vinyl issue?
1: So I don't, I don't don't... see that happening in the near future, but I would definitely like to have some vinyl. This, this would be a great album to have on vinyl.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Definitely. (laughs) And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message
1: be? Keep listening to Paroxysmal. Keep telling people to listen to Paroxysmal. Just keep spreading the gospel. That's the only way that, uh, you know, that we're going to, I shouldn't say that. We're going to make music whether or not people listen to it. But it helps to have people listen to it.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. And,
0: you know, as far as I see, this band is on far on the upside. I think this is by far your strongest release to date
1: i appreciate that like honestly like it it means a lot to hear that because that's what we think and so to hear someone recognize that it's like okay good we're not crazy you know
0: (laughs) no you're definitely not because uh i loved uh i loved putting it in the car and hitting it hard because it's uh great top to bottom
1: hell yeah man thank you very
0: much well, I wanted to thank you, my friend, for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you.
1: Robert, it has been a pleasure.
0: <laughs> and please feel free to update me with any, at any time with any new news that comes about.
1: Oh, absolutely. We'll be keeping you up to date. We've got some big stuff that's cooking up that I can't exactly talk about right now. But as soon as that comes to fruition, I will uh, message you and let you know.
0: Great. Uh, I'd love to talk to you talk about it as well awesome you have a great rest of your day my friend enjoy that california weather oh i am thank you (laughs) all right thank you my friend and have a great night you too cheers bye i'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast you can sponsor the podcast just click that button and you can be a member of the family and remember Come see me for a fix.